You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? We're coming in again, damn What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Q&E Podcast, and you're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. And I got Egga on the other line. Egga, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? We got a lot coming for y'all today, man. First, we want to give our prayers to everybody involved in the uh, Texas shooting that happened a couple days ago now in the, um, in the uh, what you call it, in the mass shooting that happened recently. So thoughts and prayers go to them. We'll dive into that a little bit more once we get into our current events and entertainment. But definitely just wanted to start off by giving a, um, a RIP and just a shout out and prayer to all the families that were affected by that. Definitely, definitely, definitely. If this is your first time listening to the Q&E podcast, we do have four segments. Now we have our sports segment. We have our social media wants to know, and we have our entertainment and current events, and we also have past the odds. So definitely stick with us throughout this whole episode. But first, we will move into the first segment of this episode, and it has to be the NBA playoffs, the NBA conference finals. And the best series of the NBA so far has obviously been the Heat versus Celtics. It's been a back and forth series. The game is, or the series is currently tied 2 2. And game five is currently going on right now. Honestly, I got it set up like this because I'm too nervous to watch the game, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. I'm a hoe. I didn't, I didn't want to watch the game right now. I was too nervous, bro. But in both of the games we lost, we got blew out. The couple of games that we won, we looked good, but we didn't look great. So I don't really know how to feel. So, Egret, bro, tell me how you feeling. I mean, how do you feel for the rest of this series, bro? Because it's neck and neck for real. I'm still confident that Miami is going to win. And just to the point that you just said, the games that we've won, we haven't looked great or haven't at least haven't looked our best, you know? And it's just, it's the fact that if we can still win games against a defensive Boston team like this and not look our best, I'm confident that we can still win the series. So just imagine if we can win these games, whether it's a tough win, whether it's a win by 10, 15, 20 points, and not play our best basketball, just imagine when we are hitting on all cylinders. Just imagine when everybody is out on the floor healthy, when we are hitting all of our free throws, when everybody's shots are falling. So I'm not worried at all. If we could do this with a banged-up, half-decent Miami team and damn near still push this six to seven games, I'm confident when everybody is healthy and everybody is clicking on all cylinders that we can definitely get the job done. This is one good thing about the Miami L's. They completely gave up in the first quarter. So you already knew what time it was immediately when the game started. So you didn't have to waste your time watching the entire game. So that's a good <laughs> thing. I was going on watching my shows by the second quarter. I already knew what time it was, especially in game four. They scored one point in the first nine minutes, bro. I couldn't believe that shit. I couldn't watch any more of that bullshit, bro. I had to turn immediately and I already knew what time it was in game four. But game five, this is the Quintal Central game, bro. But just recapping the first four games, bro. Honestly, Boston has looked like the better team, but this is what I'll I'll give Miami, though. Miami looks like they want it more, and I think that's what's mm-hmm. kind of giving them the edge, and that's why it's so and that's why it's so back and forth right now. Because if you just look at the teams, bro, and if you just look at the games, Boston is the more talented, Boston has the more athleticism, they have the more spacing, they have the best shooting. It's like they have a lot of advantages, bro. Jason Tatum, when he's on. Obviously, when Jason Tatum's all, he he looks like he's the best player. 
So it's like a lot of things go their way, but the grit and the experience of Miami continues to have them hang around in games. They surprised me in game three when they jumped out to that big lead. And even in the second half, when they started to lose it, when Jimmy Butler wasn't playing, they just to get that continuous grit, that continuous experience just continued to show in that game. And I think that's what's having them hang around in all of these games. Because if I just look at the games, bro, Boston just clearly looks better, but the series is 2-2. So you can't say that they have that much of advantage if it's still 2-2 and it's a dog fight right now in game five. But this is the key person that I've really seen in this series. It has been Robert Williams, bro. Every time that man plays, he is the center for the Celtics, number 44. He is the most impactful player in this series. And I'm talking about over Tatum, over Browns, over Butlers, over Bam. When he plays with Al Horford, man, I don't, it's like you can barely get a shot up on that team. He's just so athletic around the rim. Either he's going to block his shot, it's going to be some type of altering that he does with the shot. I've never seen anything like that in this playoffs, bro. Obviously, he's had his ups and downs when it comes to health, so you don't know if he's going to play every game. But in that game four, and even in that game two, you've seen his impact really jump off the screen where Miami, whose best players want to get to the rim, can't because he's in the paint really impacting everything that goes down, bro. So he really has been the most impactful player that I've seen. But obviously, we got to see how this series turns out. And, and I'm nervous, honestly, bro. I'm really nervous. And, and he's a huge X factor. Last week, I said P.J. Tucker was going to be another one of those X factors in this series. And P.J. Tucker is a person that I feel can still be that for Miami. But to your point on Robert Williams, I definitely agree. He helps them spread the floor a lot better when it comes to defense. It looks like he can guard at least three through five. I'm not going to say one through five, but when it comes to positions three through five, he's definitely a nightmare to go up against. Hard to finish against the rim, like you said. So he definitely is the biggest X factor in this series. But to the point that you were making about just the, the spirit and grit that Miami has, I think that is what's going to get them over on top of the experience. Not saying Boston doesn't want to get there. Not saying Boston yeah, doesn't yeah, want to yeah, win yeah, this yeah. series. But you just see it with Miami more. And I think optics do matter in this situation because, yeah, Boston can say they want it just as bad, but you see it on the court with Jimmy Butler. You see it on the court with uh, Tyler Hero and the, and the rest of these guys. Even, even though they may be hurt, you know, it's a next man up mentality. And Coach Spo just has all of them with the mindset of, look, we've gotten there before. We had the experience. Y'all just got to play like y'all want it. And, and it's, it's honestly surprising to see how – this team that's becoming younger, yeah, you got vets like Lowry and, and um, Butler and whatnot on the team, but the majority of this roster for the Miami Heat is young. So even though they have been there before, it's hard to still get that to click. Yeah, in the Vince and heads. the Struce haven't been there for real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, mm -hmm. hey, if you can get players who are young, who may have been there you know, in the bubble or have just gotten on the team right after going on um, with the bubble, you know, if you can get them to get the mindset of, hey, we want it more and we want to get back there, like you you got the advantage as far as like how to control the game because that goes in hand with controlling the tempo. That goes in hand with um understanding shot clock pressure. It just all the little technicalities, I think, is what's going to get Miami the dub for this series. Boston is more athletic. Boston is more talented. But I think the mind part, the cerebral part of the game and the heart of the game, I think Miami has. And that's what's going to get them over.
and I think really Miami is at their best, bro, when they just get some semblance of shooting going down in Miami's direction, bro. Because we seen it in game four, what the difficulty of it was. It was really no spacing on the court, bro. Like they had Horford guarding Bam. They had they had Robert Williams really stand in the paint because he was guarding PJ. So it's like, yeah, PJ can slide out to the three, but you're not really like you ain't got you don't have to stick to him like that. You can have Robert Williams stand in the paint. And when you have a band, when you have a Jimmy, even when you have somebody like a Lowry, they want to attack at all times, bro. So that you see just how his impact really impacts everything when you really want to attack that rim. So they got to start hitting shots at a higher clip than what they're doing right now. Hitting five shots in a, a playoff game, I don't know how, how much that is working with the rim being blocked off like that. This is the same problem I had with the Bucks. You see what happened with the Bucks last year in the bubble because they have somebody like a Brooke Lopez where shots are going to come harder at the rim, bro. And I'm telling you, every time Robert Williams plays with Al Horford, I think Al Horford is also the key with that because their size always causes some sort of mismatch with Miami with Bam only being 6'9", and P.J. Tucker is your four at 6'5". It's not a lot of height when you got two seven-footers in Horford and Williams. Obviously, they have the advantage there, but I'm telling you that that, that grit, that experience and just having Jimmy Butler on your side, I, I think I'm so nervous, bro. I don't know what to do, bro. I don't know what to do, bro. I don't know what to do. Because like I said, Boston should win, bro. Like my, my brain is telling me Boston should win this, bro. But it's like I said, the coaching, the grit of Miami, I still want to decide with my squad. So I'm going to end up just sticking with my pick of Heat and seven. I think Boston should win. But I'm telling you, the heat grit is something that you really can't quantify, bro. It's like, yeah, we can keep saying that, oh, yeah, after game two, after that blowout, everybody thought Boston had control of the series after that blowout. Everybody was like, oh, Boston finna just ride this out in five, ride this out in six. And then in game three, Miami smacked them up. And it was like, yep. whoa. And that, it was surprised everybody because Miami showed you immediately on the road they wanted it more. They, they jumped out to that big lead. And then in game four, it looked like they didn't want to come to play. And it's like, oh, shit. Now everybody talking that Boston has control. But in game fight, it's a dog fight right now. So you can't – I don't know if you can really show those blowouts uh, as the real Miami team. I think what we're seeing right now in the game five, which is neck and neck, is more so what this series should have been the whole time. I don't think you can really go by any of these blowouts by any, either team. But it's a dog fight. But I'm going to stick with my squad, though, bro. It, it's a tough one, though. It's a tough one. So, Especially so when you, you got, got JT on the other side. I you got, got heat in seven, bro. I got I, heat, I got in, heat in six. I got heat oh, in you got six. Heat six. Ooh. Yeah. You got them winning in Boston. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's going to be six. tough. Like I'm I said, telling you. I'm telling you. Like I said, I was surprised by game three. I knew, like I said, I heard all the reporters saying, Oh man, the Boston, they finna take control of this series after game two, bro. And that was a that was a tough scene in game two. We got thumped for sure. Nobody really showed up for the heat. But in game three, they showed me a lot, bro. That they can play with this team, bro. Even with everybody healthy, they can play with this team if healthy. Like I said, we don't even have hero in game five. So obviously his injury is impactful. Even though he hasn't been playing as well in these playoffs, not having another shot creator, not having somebody that's a shooter, not having somebody like that who's always been consistent for you this entire season, not there obviously is going to hurt. But currently they're, they're, they're hanging in there. I'm, I'm hearing that Gabe, Vincent, and Struess are playing well in game five. Currently it's at halftime. So maybe by the end of this, uh, by the end of this episode, we get a semblance of who will win that game. But I'm nervous, bro. I'm nervous. It's a neck and neck battle. 
And moving on to the next series in the NBA, we got the Mavs versus Celtics. Oh, Mavs versus the Warriors. And that's really, really done with, honestly, unless you believe yeah. Luca got some magic in his pack. Nah, he ain't that's, got that's, that much yeah. magic. <laughs> he ain't got that much. <laughs> hey, I've seen crazier things, man. But, yep, currently, Mavs versus Warriors 3-1. You think it's over with? Warriors, another title? I, I think it's over with. But here's what I will say. I'm going to be very disappointed in the Warriors if the Mavs win another game. If this series mm-hmm. goes six games, I'm disappointed as hell in the Warriors um, if they win. I still got them winning the series, but it's uh, I'm not surprised that they're doing this to the Mavs. I definitely expected a way more interesting series. I expected six to seven games. But mm-hmm. once I really just started watching Clay and Draymond and Steph play like they've been playing for the past decade now, it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> thinking that Luca by himself could <laughs> just man this, man this ship. So I, I will say I thing. was wrong in that. In that that's so what, was, and that's the point I honestly want to harp on is the Luca by himself thing. Because I think we're getting a wrong narrative with this series. And I think the media is honestly doing the Mavs wrong by throwing them Luca has no help thing on him. Because oh, I, I don't want to say he has no help, but I just think by okay, himself, now, okay, okay, but that's what I'm hearing in the narrative, stardom. though. That's what I'm hearing. So, I'm hearing as, that he ain't got no help. As far as superstardom, he's by himself. He has he has mm. help with the role players, of course, but he's by himself in terms of he is the only superstar on that team. I think mm. I think the formula that has been created over the past two years is true that you need at least two superstars. He's the only one on the team, and everybody else is role players it's like he needs at least one more so he's by himself in that regard but he he definitely got help i ain't for that like he don't got no help and this is the thing with the mavericks man the mavericks have a good team but luca has to just learn this one thing and i think the mavs will be straight with even with this team as currently constructed i feel like this series should be different should it be two two you can go back and forth it should be two two three one i think they have a good team i think that they they can compete with this warriors team as currently constructed, even talking about future years as well. But Luca has to learn the quality of, I can't go into my ISO bag when things get rough. I have to trust the offense. Because I've been saying it for the past three podcasts, when everybody is feeling it, when everybody is touching the rock, the Luke, the Mavs offense just looks different. We've seen it in game four. Luca only had, what, about 20-something? But everybody was eating. Didn't Whitty, Brunson, Finney, Kleber, everybody hitting threes. And I feel like in games two and games three, Luca kind of reverted back to, oh, everybody isn't hitting the shot. I'm not trusting the offense. I got to put everybody on my back. But it's like, Luca, if you just trust that, the balance of the offense will come together and that will be better for the team as a whole. I think that will be better for his career. Because right now he's kind of getting into that, 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 hardened, that hardened mindset of, okay, Y'all just stay out there. I'm going to just put the whole team on my back. And we've seen that's not where I really got the Mavericks here. That's not the Mavericks. Like, the Brunson's got the Mavericks here. The Dinwiddie's got the Mavericks here. The the Finney Smiths, the Cleavers, all of them helped to get the Mavericks here. It wasn't just Luka by himself. So that narrative of Luka not having help, I feel like it's false as hell. And I also feel like Luka has to notice that for himself to say, I have to take a step back. It's sometimes where... For sure, I can go ISO because he's the toughest bucket in the league. I can go ISO and get get it whenever I want to. But that's not the best for the team. And as soon as he learns that, bro, and I think he's all he's seeing it all right now. So hopefully he has somebody in his ear, ear to actually tell him, like, 
you know what I'm saying? Obviously, you're going to average 30, 10, and 10 for the next 15 years. But you got to learn that for the betterment and to get further in the playoffs, your team has to all be involved right now. So I think these are just stepping stones, obstacles for him to get further. But I think he's seeing it right now, though, even in this I, series, which is difficult to see. The, the only thing that I would oppose with that is, yes, he has to trust the team, but I just don't see any of these other players being consistent against a team like this, against a Warriors I think they can, like though, bro. I think they they this, did it against the Suns, so I, I'll give them credit on that. And, and that's but what I'm to saying. to do it against the Suns and do it against the Warriors, you're as Luka, you're putting a lot of trust in a bunch of – But that's of, what you got to do, a, though, bro. I, I'm going to call them what they are right now. They're role players. As great yeah, as we've yeah, seen yeah, them play in this yeah. playoff, I, I got to call them what they yeah, are. So definitely. as Luka – do you put your trust in them that heavily yes. to where you you take back on your you take a step back on your own game? Because what if he did take a step back on his own game? And then what if the narrative shifts to Luca isn't trying enough? Luca isn't taking the game over as a superstar because you know that's the narrative. Because that if you, but if you're, if I think the winning would have come with that. The winning would have come with that because we've seen in some of these games, bro, where Luca is on the bench. And the teams play, and the team plays better without him, bro. And that's just that's that's the, you can look up in the stats, and that's true. They're better without him. Everything flows. Everybody's getting a touch. So even though they don't have any stars besides Luca, these players are stars in their roles, and they're maximizing their potential right now. Like Dinwiddie is playing at a high level. Brunson is playing at a high level. When Brunson is giving you twenty consistently, it's like damn, he ain't a star, but he close to it if he giving you that type of production. Then when he giving you about damn 15 a game, it's like, he ain't a stop with it. Damn, he giving you the production. You know what you're right. getting from these players. So you just got to trust that these players will come through for you right now. And we're seeing a resistance from Luca because he thinks the same thing everybody else thinks. He's hearing the narratives as well of, I got to put the whole team on my back if we want to win. But once again, that's not how you got here. That this, this squad beat the Jazz by themselves without Luca. They were up 2-1 without Luca. They were the reason they beat the Suns is because of these role players. The reason they won game four is because of the role players. I'm telling you, once Luca realizes that he can drop 40 at times, it's time that you will be needed to drop 40, 50 points, bro. But if you realize that this team, they I have to get these guys going, these guys have to help me go further. That's when he will start to get further in the playoffs. And he's already in the conference finals. But I think that's something that he has to get over. And I think that's something that Harden Hike had to realize as well when he. It was that one year when he was with Chris Paul and they almost made it, but Chris Paul got hurt. He realized right. that, damn, I got I to gotta dish this off to Chris Paul because I got to trust Chris Paul can, can make something work with this rock. I got to trust my teammates can make something work with the rock. It just can't be me because he, we seen what happened when Harden was by himself in those game six and game seven when Chris Paul was hurt. It was like everything was on his shoulders. They lost the last two games when they was up 3-2. Luca doesn't want to be in that position where he's not trusting his teammates enough, bro. You got to continue to trust them more and more. It's going to be times where it will work, but you got to trust, bro. And that's and I think that's how, how he's going to get further. Because I really, I truly believe that this team, as currently constructed, could have beaten the Warriors this year. I truly believe that. Did I pick it? No, because I believe that the Warriors were just the better team. But I'm saying they were capable of beating the Warriors. I truly believe they were. And that's what I'm saying, that they have the pieces. And he has to believe that they have the pieces. Even I, I, You can I still think, look for upgrades, but I, you have the pieces. I, I think that just – it just would have been a huge jump 
it, it was probably possible, like you said, but I, I just think that's a huge jump to ask your role players to do in the middle of the playoffs. They may be showing you they can, but to consistently do it as the competition gets better and better as you're nearing the end of the playoffs, is it, I think it's just a lot to ask. But the, like you said, this team currently constructed, if they kept it the same and just added one more person or added one more superstar or whatever, they definitely could be finals bound next year if, as long as everybody stays healthy. So I do agree with you on that. I trust this Mavs team to get just as far next year with the same group or, you know, adding somebody else as I did this year. So uh, I think the Warriors got it. They shouldn't lose any other games. If the Warriors lose another game, they just don't give a damn. And they just, they're, they're being cocky at that point. And I, I don't want that. I want the Warriors to just end the series, take a, a week or however long, however many days you'll get off for yeah. the Heat and Celtics series to end and just let that be that. But if the Matt, if Luca somehow pull, I can't even give Luca credit for that because I really, I think it's going to be the Warriors just wetting the bed and not closing out the series as opposed to Luca beating their ass and winning another game. I I, mm-hmm. I won't even give credit to Luca for if the Mavs win another game. It's going to be the Warriors just losing. And the problem with that, bro, when you're you, you don't finish a series when you're supposed to, you you kind of risk a lot with that because even though you're the favorites and you're most likely going to get to the finals, playing more games means you're risking injury that somebody else can get right. hurt. Like Steph almost like tweaked his hamstring last night. And that was kind of a big deal because it's like, oh, y'all almost y'all almost lost Steph in game four of the Western Conference Finals. Like y'all should have just finished it now so he can have rest going into the actual finals. So y'all can't play with fate like that. Y'all got to just kill people when y'all can kill them so y'all can have that rest going into the finals. And the finals don't start until what, June 2nd or uh, whenever yep. this other Eastern Conference Finals ends. So you're going to have like a week plus of rest. Like, definitely take advantage of that. Don't prolong this series, bro, because you're doing nothing but hurting yourself at that point, bro. And you're giving the other team more confidence because we don't know what can happen, bro. Because if the Mavs win tomorrow, it's like, damn, Luka 3-2. We just seen him down 3-2. It's like, hey, nah, now shit kind of getting a little tricky. And coming back from (laughs) 3-0 on top of that, not just 3-2. 3-2 yeah. after being down 3 shit. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's when you don't want to see Luka because I, I know in game seven I don't want to see that nigga. But I don't want to <laughs> see that nigga coming back on me when he the underdog. I don't want to see that shit at all. So, definitely beware. But I think the Warriors take care of business for showing. Go ahead and get to the finals in, uh, in five games for sure. And moving on to some other NBA topics, we have the All-NBA team reactions. For the first team All-NBA, we had Tatum, we had Booker, we had Luka Doncic, we had Giannis, and we had Jokic. Second team All-NBA was Joel Embiid, we had DeMar DeRozan, we had, ooh, who was that? That was Steph and Ja. And who else? Who was the power forward? KD. And KD was second on second team as well. And third team was who? Trey Young, Chris Paul, LeBron, Pascal Siakam, and Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. So do you have any reactions to the all NBA teams? Because I got a couple feelings. Uh well, we've we've already went on our soapbox before about this needs to be positionless so players can be where they For truly sure. need to be. And, and sure. Jason Tatum even said it too. He gave Joel and B yeah. his flowers because he even said, I tweeted no it reason. last night. <laughs> yeah, Joel and B, you, you can't be second 
voting and not in the first All NBA team. So it, it was right really, <laughs> and, and it's no, it's no disrespect to Jokic. It's no disrespect to to D Book or any of these players. But Joel and B just should have been in the first team. I don't think D Book should have been in the first team. I probably, I ain't gonna lie to you. I would have put Ja or Steph in the first team in place of Booker. Mm. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, I ain't mad at second team. He was definitely MVP candidate for the Bulls, so I give him second team. Uh, I don't know about Carl Anthony Towns. I feel like we could have found somebody else for the net. I feel like we no Pat, Pat no. Can, can can had a good year. Can had a good year though. I ain't go whole cat. I ain't go whole cat. I ain't watched too many Raptors games, but uh, I I'm, I know Pascal Siakam real good, but I, I ain't expecting him to make all NBA to, um this year. So that was a shock. I ain't mad at it, but that was a shock to me. And other than that. I mean, I wasn't too iffy about a lot of these. These were straight. Yeah. So a name I was definitely questioning was definitely the Pascal. Oh, and, and Jimmy Butler. Pascal. Jimmy Butler had to be in one of these damn teams. That's why I was that's pissed the most point, about. And that's the and that's the point I was trying to make because I, I had the same argument as Tatum of it doesn't make any sense how Embiid is second team All NBA and he was second in MVP voting. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Somebody got to scoot to the side, bro. Whether Giannis got to go to the three, somebody Tatum get knocked down to two, Booker and Luka round out the first team only. Something got to happen with that, bro, because that shit don't even look right, bro. If I, I came second in MVP and I'm second team All-NBA, that shit don't even look right. But talking about the heat with the All-NBA teams, it's just so weird to me, bro, that the Heat were first in the Eastern Conference are two games away from getting to the finals. Spo didn't get coach of the year. We got no recognition with the All-NBA teams. We didn't have no All-Stars this year. So y'all basically telling us the Heat didn't have any good goddamn players. <laughs> we just had the best six-man of the year. Our coach was mid, and we still are somehow in this position, bro. That shit don't make no sense, bro. If we have no All-NBA players and we didn't get coach of the year, that means Tyler Hero must have had one hell of a season if he the only <laughs> nigga getting recognition, bro. That's what y'all telling me. That's what y'all telling me. Y'all telling me Tyler Hero dropped 40 this season if nobody else got any Honestly, bro. that has to go down as the biggest underdog story in history. It has to. That's wild, Because there's man. no way there's no way you're the best team in the East. You don't, but you don't get coach of the year. You don't have any all-star players. And you don't have anybody on an all NBA team. That has to be underdog story of the year. The only accomplishment you have is six man of the year. And he didn't even <laughs> perform as well as he should have in the playoffs. This has to be one of the And it was so obvious stories. too. Like it was so yeah. obvious, like that he won six man of the year. It's like, bro, it wasn't even close. But <laughs> I feel like the Heat should have got way more recognition this year, bro. If if, if Spo is not gonna get any all NBA players, but the Suns got two of them. So you telling me Chris Paul and Book, and then Monty got coach of the year, and they ain't even playing this no more? They ain't even playing right now? Come on, bro. You hoeing me, bro. I keep hearing the missing. You could have took Chris Paul out and put Jimmy Butler in. Not even going to lie I you. wouldn't have been mad at that either. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? I wouldn't have been mad at it. But you have to give the Heat way more recognition. No All-NBA, no All-Star, no coach of the year. But we got six, man. What is that supposed to mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, bro. This shit just don't look right when you look back at the history. They said it's only been five situations or five teams that have been in a similar situation 
with no all-NBA players, and they were first in the East. I think it was like the 2014-15 Hawks. And then I think the last time before that, it was like in the 80s. So this shit rarely happens, bro. But here we are, the Heat. It happens to us when we're actually good and then first. Like, that shit crazy as hell. Did you but, see that? Uh, did you see that? Okay. Um, I don't know if you got it for social media wants to know, but did you see that debate about the greatest All-NBA teams going against each other? I, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead with that topic. Go ahead with that. It was a landslide. Like, the, the comparison that name, they put yeah, up name on Twitter. Name, go ahead and name them, though. Name them. Yeah, name it, was, it was, so this 20, 20, uh, this 2021-22 All-NBA team of Luka, D-Book, Giannis, uh, Jason Tatum, and Nikola Jokic. So this All-NBA team versus, I think it was the 2013-20. It was 2011. It was the 2011 All-NBA team. That was Braun, Dwight Howard. Kobe, Chris Paul, and Kevin Durant. That shit was a landslide. I don't even know why they put those two teams in. And I said it on Twitter. That's damn near the greatest all-NBA team of all time. Like, it's not even close. Because Kobe was still good enough in in 2011. He was just just coming off a ring, Haki. He was fresh off a ring. And then you got Braun in his prime. Prime Dwight Howard, one of the best big men of all time. Like, KD, KD has been unstoppable since he stepped foot in the league, and CP3 is the point guard. Like, it, it's no competition. That's it's really crazy, not. bro. <laughs> You're not stopping Man. that team because offensively and defensively, you can't stop that team, bro. The thing about this NBA first uh, first team team, it's like, yeah, they can, really, they can get buckets with the best of them, bro. But defensively, I don't know how or how, other than Giannis, I really ain't scared of anybody. You know what I'm saying? You got Tatum. I'm about to say, Giannis up. was the only person that I was like, yeah, really like, other yeah, than that, bro. Who's, he, he can who's hang stopping? With him, bro. Who's stopping Kobe? You got Kobe, Bronze, CP, yeah, and KD. You got three of who's the best stopping? scores of all time. <laughs> Miami Heat LeBron is one of the most unstoppable players of all time. Bad. That man was a freight train. Like Bad. LeBron driving to the rim, literally, niggas literally moved out of the way. Like you weren't stopping them. Hold like, on, only Giannis. Giannis was Hold like the on only though. person. This would be my argument, though, because are we just going off that because of the name value? Or are we actually thinking about the year of, oh, 2011 LeBron versus 2021 uh, Tatum or some shit like that? Are we actually taking the year into account or are we just looking at the names and the resume and thinking about it? Are we, are we actually thinking no, about I'm the thinking years? About the, actual, the actual years. Because this is Tatum is not locking 2011. Oh, no, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. But 2011 was the year Braun wet the bed in the finals. So that's what I'm saying. Are we oh, taking you, everything about a final into game. account? I'm talking, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about an exhibition game. Are we taking everything into account with that season? I'm talking bro. about an exhibition okay. game between two all-NBA teams. A game that doesn't matter. Like, I'm talking about it's a big game on the line. That could be the finals. And I'm saying 2011, Braun wet the bed, bro. That's all. You do this, got Kobe this, on that team, though. This is an <laughs> exhibition game. In this, <laughs> nothing on the line, Brian would definitely score 100 points. No, nothing's on the line. Definitely in 2011, nothing on the line. He's he going crazy. He's going crazy for sure. But back to the all-NBA teams, bro. I think I think you're right, bro. Uh, the, the positionless. Jimmy Butler could have made it, but like I said, I wasn't too mad about it. it was just, I just wanted the Heat to get some more recognition. I'm not mad at Cat. Cat had one hell of a season. I thought he was going to get it anyways. Um, but everything else was pretty solid though, bro. Uh, Trey Young, I was seeing a lot of debate on Trey Young if he should have been higher on the list, but I can't see him going over Ja after the season Ja had yeah. and after over Steph. 
And I think, and but this is the thing with the All NBA teams, bro. You have to give us some sort of criteria, bro, because mm-hmm. Trey led the NBA in total points and total assists. So when you talk about straight up statistics, nobody had a better season than this man. He averaged twenty nine and ten. But obviously, we we obviously think that the 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 team's success is baked into the All NBA. But they have to make it way more clearer, bro. Because if somebody like Trey is third team, it's like, damn, is is that what matters? But then you got to think about Jimmy Butler had way more team success than Pascal Siakam. So why isn't Jimmy over Pascal? So those arguments will always be in place. So you got to give us a stricter criteria and you have to go positionless with with this because this is an entirely new NBA, bro. So those are my my two biggest issues. Tatum said that too, you know, he was like, we need to come up with a system, you know, is it teams that, you know, just only for teams that just make the playoffs? Like those are the only pool of players you can pick from teams that players that got their teams to the playoffs. Uh, Or is it like, uh, you know, top 10 in certain statistics do you have to be or whatever? Like, you know, so it, it has to be some type of system that they can always go to. And they, they don't amend it for any certain players. Like, no, if you do not fit this criteria, you're you're not eligible. I think the playoff one makes the most sense. If you're not one of the top eight teams in the NBA, you ain't making it, period. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. But, like, everybody it's, – it's some people like Trey whose team was, like, on the fringe, but they killing. So are you going to punish them when they killing an average 29 and 11 and 29 and 10? It's like – Damn, that's a hard. But, that's a hard way to slide him. This supposed to be the best fifteen. This is this somebody is obvious. That's what I'm saying, though. It's it's kind of tough because this is this All NBA is supposed to be the best fifteen players, and that's why I hate that it's positions because you're not truly putting the best fifteen in these All NBA if you're doing positions anyway. Because it's like Cat isn't top fifteen if we're doing no positions. That's what I'm real. saying. Like people got to get dropped out, so it's like. What what is it for real? Like you gotta be clear with us what we what we doing. And I don't like how people's money is on the line now. Like so many contracts are being connected to it. Like if you make an all NBA team, you make 30 more million on your upcoming contract extension. It's like this shit isn't a game to a lot of people. Like a lot of people have money on the line, and the people that's picking and with this criteria in place. It's like, damn, bro, like you high key hoing me for real. Like Jason Tatum from last year in the interview process, they had ended up asking him, like, damn, you ended up getting all NBA the year after you signed your contract. If he would have got it last year, he would have got like 30 to 50 more million dollars. But he got hold last season. So they was he was like, yeah, it's a day late and a dollar short. But money was on the line for these players when it comes to the all NBA for real. And that's the part I don't really like, man. It's kind of tricky with that. But um, moving on to the next topic, I have a next topic, which is I'm hearing reports that the Nets are unwilling to extend Kyrie long term. Obviously, we had a lot of conversations about Kyrie regarding the vaccinations, but the Nets front office is having problems with like everything that went down this season with the vaccinations, his health history. They're thinking about everything and they're taking everything into account and they're thinking that they don't want to sign him for a long term. They think a more short term, short, uh, short term, like two year deals. They don't want to sign him long term to be really locked in with KD. Do you think that's the right or wrong move for this team? I think it's the right move just because Kyrie is Kyrie is too unpredictable, bro. Like he'll take a day off just because he don't want to come to work. Like <laughs> you can't do that, bro. You can't give max contracts to players like that, bro. You just can't because. 
from the NBA standpoint, from the business standpoint, you have to keep some type of standard. Because if you do it with this superstar, throwing them max money, and they can really tell you, I don't want to come to work today, it's going to become a domino effect, and we're going to see another superstar act like that, then another one, then another one. And it's going to get to the point to where we think it's normal to be like, yeah, he don't want to play. He ain't got to play if he don't want to play. Like, what? Like, that? we can't let that be a norm. So Kyrie just, you know, taking PTO days in a job where you really don't get PTO days, that's a big reason why the whole vaccination oh, thing. But it, it's a lot now. of stuff, bro. It's hold on now. Hold on now, because you and a lot of other people was on those mental health days in the NBA. Mental health is different than just no, not coming no, to work. No, mental no, health no, is no. totally different. Ky- Kyrie is one of the main advocates for the mental health shit. So how you know? No. We ain't half of the time that like nigga that, was just not coming. Taking mental half of the time days, he was bro. just not coming to work, bro. No, you not gonna do that. Half of the time he was just not coming to work, bro. And you know that shit. Now the mental health days, I excused him for it. But days where he just didn't come to work and he'd be like, oh yeah, I was doing this instead. And it's like, you can't let nobody know you was doing shit before you. Like, because that's what made me mad, bro. He tried to cover certain shit up by doing social activist shit. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But you didn't tell anybody. You just didn't come to work. And we found out that you were doing social injustice work. And we're, we're supposed to just, like, think that's okay. Like, that's like if you don't go to work one day. You have a job. But the next day you, <laughs> but the next day you come back in and you'd be like, oh, I was doing this. They're going to be like, well, that's not the problem. The problem is you didn't tell us you just weren't coming to work. Like, so when you got somebody like that, bro, and then didn't perform well in the playoffs uh, on top of that, I mean, he did good for a few games in a couple of series. Not in a couple of series, but he did good for a couple of games in the um, Celtic series. But for the most part, he just didn't perform well, and they got swept. KD is the guy that everything is built around, so KD ain't got to worry about nothing. But Kyrie, I won't be surprised if he only get a one- or two-year deal. The Nets are not wrong for that. Do you think that Kyrie is the ideal or the person that KD can get back to a championship with, with all these young teams coming up? Do you think that Kyrie is that sidekick to KD? Uh, No, I think just because they both kind of like to do their own thing in a sense. KD, we all know KD. But do they have to get a new coach to get kind of get them in line, or is that always? Oh yeah, that too. Steve Steve Nash can't coach. Like if they can get another coach, I'm gonna say he coaches on vibes. Nah, he coaches on vibes for him. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely get a new coach if you can. But since that's not the topic at at um this point right now, and the topic is Kyrie. I don't think Kyrie is the best person to pair with KD just because they're both kind of to themselves. They both kind of feel like anybody could be the leader on any day. They don't feel they have to be the person to rally the troops and whatnot. And I just don't think that's the right person to pair with KD. I feel like you got to pair somebody with KD who can really be a voice, who can really be somebody everybody rallies behind, and KD can just be the elite weapon on that team. KD is always at his best when he doesn't have the leadership pressure on him. We've seen it with Golden State, and I don't think it's going to work with the Nets if Kyrie is the person on his side. Kyrie is not available all the time, and Kyrie just chooses to not really be vocal and be a real leader at the end of the day either. So, no, he needs somebody else. Damn, bro. We was just picking it for a ship a month ago, and we, you switching we, we up. We was. Oh, I ain't That's switching crazy. up. 
Because when they're hitting on all cylinders, when they're playing right, it, it, it goes well. <laughs> but but they're not playing right on top of not communicating well, on top of just not being leaders. It's like, well, damn, I ain't got no choice but to you gotta blow it up at this point. Damn, bro. I ain't giving up on KD like that, bro. I, oh, I ain't giving I, up on KD. I just don't think he can get it done. I'm talking about the team. I'm talking about the team as a whole. I think I'm a still uh, it's kind of tough after getting swept by the Celtics. Like that's what I'm saying. It's kind of tough. It's kind of tough. To, it's it's kind of tough because the Celtics the always gonna be there. Favored, you were the most favored eighth seed in NBA history. I don't think I've ever seen an eighth seed be such a huge title contender the way the yeah. Nets were. That's unheard of. And the fact that you wet the bed and just yeah, played that tough, poorly, yeah, like that, that's tough. tough, bro. I gotta see this team with Ben Simmons, bro. I know that's a team. That's a, that's a name that a lot of people don't want to hear. I gotta see this I, team I with Ben Simmons, bro. I gotta see this. I gotta see Ben Simmons is the Jameis Winston of the NBA. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> man, stop just straight up my nigga Davis, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Davis, nigga. Ben Simmons and Jameis Winston are the same person, just different. Sports. <laughs> <laughs> you wild, fat, bro. But that's tough, bro. I think I don't think that I don't think it's right to. Damn. I think they should sign Kyrie long term, bro. I think him yeah. and KD can still work, but you got to get the pieces right around them, bro. And I think you, I think you can have players like KD and Kyrie together, but I agree that you do need a voice, but it doesn't have to be them. They can have somebody like a Draymond type of veteran leadership voice that can be the leader. But currently, they do not have that in the locker room to get everybody in line. Like a Udonis Haslam is for the Heat, where he just the OG on the bench, but he gonna get everybody in line. He gonna get everybody focused. Like they need just a voice to get everybody together because that is not going to be from Steve Nash and it's not from KD's personality. It's not from Kyrie's personality. So you have to acquire somebody who is like that that's going to get everybody in line. It doesn't have to be the flashiest name. But he's going to get right for this team, and he's going to get everybody in line. That's what they but need. I, I don't know, focus, bro. I don't know who's a vet out there that you could trade for or free agent that you can. Get. I don't know what names out there they can get for that. Like notable you can, names. Uh, you can that trade. Can you can make some shit work with some trades, bro. I'm just saying you got to get that player. You got to get that player, though, bro. I, I don't know who that's the player what, would be, though. That's what I'm saying. Like if you were to yeah. ask me right now, who should they look for? I have no idea who they would look for. Mm. Like I said, it's a lot of people in free agency coming up. P.J. Tucker, for example, free agent in the offseason. P.J. Tucker can get y'all right in the locker room because he obviously has championship pedigree. Him and KD honestly have a good relationship because that goes back to Texas. He knew KD says Texas because P.J. Tucker went to Texas. There's a lot of history there as well. They got uh, family connections and all that. I think P.J. Tucker is somebody who can get this team in line, but they just need somebody, bro, because when you have a team with no coach and a coach that just – does shit on vibes, bro. You ain't gonna do shit, bro. The coach that don't make adjustments, you're not gonna win. It's too many good coaches in this league, bro, where that's going to be your biggest downfall. Honestly, after seeing the Celtics through two series now, honestly, the Celtics were just the better team. But the coaching, coaching disadvantage is why y'all won zero games. And that's honestly why y'all won zero games. Y'all probably still would have lost, but I think he's the reason y'all lost zero. That has to change. I don't know why they're bringing back Steve Nash. It still pisses me off, but I think that needs to change, and they have to bring in some leadership. Because from a skill perspective, bro, KD and Kyrie, still they still like that, but you oh, got to yeah. find the coach to make it work. You got to find that veteran. So it's a lot of things that got to go that way, but I still think the pairing can work, but you got to get the things around them together, bro. 
You got to get the name. So I would Man. extend him long term. I would sign extend Kyrie. Sign Kyrie only to a one or two year deal. That way you got enough cap space to sign whatever other <laughs> big role player you want for whatever dollar they want. If you put mm-hmm. too much money into Kyrie, I don't think you can build around them the way that you will want. Which will because you know, if I'm Kyrie, if I'm Kyrie at that point, bro, if you're gonna offer me a short term deal, I'm high key walking out the door, high key. And it's not a lot of teams, it's not a lot of teams in free agency that that have cap space. It's not a lot of teams, it's not a lot of good free agents other than Zach Levine. It's not a lot of top tier free agents that would come to the Nets if somebody like Kyrie was just to walk out of the door. So I feel like Kyrie could take that as a slight as like, bro, you got to trade me or I'm going to just walk out the door. So that can go a lot of different ways with somebody like Kyrie, bro. So that's what I'm saying. Like Kyrie is a good, good to great player, bro. Like what is the alternative to Kyrie if you were to trade him? I don't know. So you got to think long and hard about all that too, bro, because he could take that as a slight if you only sign him two years. I don't even, man. I don't know if he threatened to walk out the door. Now that's a whole different conversation. But if he if he go ahead and take the one or two year deal, that's what I'm offering. You know, so I I don't. It ain't gonna work, bro. Them them staying together for <laughs> them staying together for anything longer than another year or two is it's just not gonna work. And then you talk oh, so about you think the whole thing is going up? If they don't, so you if think they the don't whole... find a way to win. If they don't find a way to get to the finals next season, it's over. Like, mm. I ain't worried about the next. Oh, so everybody getting traded at that point. Yeah, yeah. If, if they KD. don't at least get to the finals next year, I don't give a damn about the Nets. They need to blow it up. KD need to find another team at that point. I, really I agree with that at that point. I agree with it at that point. I just think Kyrie is going to take that shit disrespectfully if you try to sign him short term and try to trade, or ask for a trade. That's walk any out the door. team right now. Any, bro. bro any I'm, team I'm just saying, bro. Is not are y'all a better team term, with bro. Kyrie or y'all a better team without Kyrie? We're better, but I know to get insurance. I know to have an insurance policy. I ain't finna just go ahead and throw all my money into this to somebody who might come to work, who might give full <laughs> effort. Like, no, just for the fact that, yes, you are one of the most skilled players to ever touch a basketball. You are one of the top five handlers of a basketball of all time. But if I cannot count on you to consistently be here and consistently give the effort I'm looking for, is it worth it to give you a four or five year deal when I can give you a one or two year deal? You can still play. You can still possibly get a chip. And you can get more guaranteed money in that instance. I don't know. That That's just my thought on it. It's a tough situation, bro. I honestly don't know where I would I would stand with it, bro. But I think I would sign Kyrie. All right, moving on to some NFL topics. We have a cap workout with the Raiders. So the Raiders contacted Cap earlier today for a workout to try out for the Raiders for this season. But my biggest question is, does he actually have a chance to actually make this team? Or do you do you think the black ball is still there? Like, what what will happen if he does actually look good? I would be surprised if he actually makes the team. Honestly, just because of you know the way the NFL blackballed him, and then the way I kind of disagreed with how he remember like a year or two ago he not a year or two ago this was like two two and a half years ago I think he tried to do that workout at that high school or whatever or something like that because he got invited to do NFL workouts or whatever. And he said, no, I'm going to do my own workouts at a high school or whatnot. So I think he kind of made himself a martyr at that point on purpose, you know, so Mm -hmm. I disagree with him on that point, but just the controversial 
effect that Cap has with the NFL still, I would be very surprised if the NFL says, yeah, you can come back, you can get on an NFL team, and you can help a, a possible playoff, deep playoff Raiders win healthy team. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you could join this roster. I would be very surprised. He wouldn't start, obviously, because Derek Carr went healthy is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. So he would be the second or third string or whatever. But I think it'll even be a shock to me if he even makes that. So I, I wish him the best of luck. I still want Cap to get back in the league. I haven't agreed with every single thing he's done. But having Cap back in the league, you know, it would just it would make everything feel full circle kind of. And I want this to be like taped. So I hope this ain't no hidden shit where we can't see the yeah. workout because it's been too long, bro. Like we actually want to see him get a chance. We don't want to hear about no bullshit workout just for optics, just so we can know that op- or that Cap is still trying to get opportunities. I don't want it to be no optics type thing that y'all want. I want to see if Cap really got that arm still, bro. Can he still slang that shit? Because I feel like that's all that matters. I feel like it's been enough time past at this point where we can say okay bygones can be bygones okay cap can get back into the league i think there's been enough time for that now i think he actually does have a chance but i just hope he's not doing this for optics bro because that, that's the only thing i'm worried about i think the nfl would give him a chance but does he still have it for real and he he's 34 he's 34 years old so yeah that's old he, damn. <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like ain't like like he ain't finna start nowhere i don't think he's gonna start oh no he ain't finna start but i'm just saying just like to play up. quarterback in the nfl and just to just get an opportunity like that's old as shit bro that's what i'm saying like you 34 are you just doing this for optics i'm more so questioning caps motivations for doing this more so than the NFL, because the NFL honestly can't lose. Because the NFL is like, we yeah. gave him a chance. The Raiders is like, hey, if the Raiders don't pick him, that's on the Raiders. The NFL can't lose with this situation. I'm more so looking at Cap. Like, bro, are you just doing this for, for everybody else to see that you're still trying, bro? Or are you just bullshitting with us for real, bro? Do you still actually have the arm or everything that you've been saying for the past two years has been bullshit? And, and that's what I was thats what I was alluding to with the workout that he did at that high school a, a few years ago. It's like, what, what is that's this? That's what I'm saying. What is this for, bro? Like, you're, you deny the Falcons and one, the one or two other teams that were going to give you a chance to, like, come and, like, throw to professional receivers and this, that, and the third. You denied all of that to go to this random ass in the middle of nowhere high school. I think it was in Georgia and have your own camera crew you ain't want the nfl camera crew there or nothing and it was it was damn near for nothing i'm saying like you ain't want no cameras on you like you would want the most possible teams to see you work out if you actually trying to get into the league for real like whether it's the nfl or whether it's your cameras bro you should want that to be seen because you the most people possible can see you know what i'm saying if you're still trying to play in the league so that's why i'm saying that shit weird i want this workout to be televised as well so even other teams can look at it and say Oh, he maybe can still have something. Maybe let's uh, try him out an arm workout or whatever, some shit like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, this needs to be televised so I can know he for real about this shit and not some undercover shit he doing for optics where he probably going to be eating and just chopping it up with the Raiders representatives and shit. That nigga ain't even going to work out. Yeah. Like, I don't want to <laughs> hear about that bullshit, bro. I don't want to see you working out. I don't want to hear about no workout, how it went. Oh, if we don't, if we don't see it, what? how are we going to believe that it was good if it was bad? We, we don't know what to believe. Like, then it's going to be a he say, she say type of thing. Cap going to be like, yeah, I thought I put in a good performance when really that nigga looked ass. So that's what I'm saying. Just seeing it will make just everything better. Like, okay, 
We all seeing it. We all looking at the same thing. We can all see like if he has it or not. You know what I'm saying, man? But and doing he ain't fighting for no first string position, so it ain't yeah. like he got to do spectacular now. He got to do good enough to where he could be a second or third string behind Derek Carr. That's he's been working out for five years, not playing the NFL, that's not getting hit. He should have some type of juice left, and, that, and that's exactly. my thing with Cap, bro. If you really want to play, you have some juice, I would think, even though you're 34, you haven't gotten hit in five years, you still play in the NFL, you still got the mind of an NFL quarterback. So it's like you still have those advantages. Like use those to your advantage, obviously. But I don't know. I just got to see what. The and catch, and do you, you know? think? Do you think it's weird, or do you think it's uh a little? Yeah, I'll, I'll use the word weird. Do you think it's a little weird that he hasn't tried to play, you know, Canadian football, or he hasn't he hasn't done any other type of semi-pro, pro, even the USFL that just came out a few like yeah. a month and a half ago. Now he ain't even tried to get on no team like that or anything. He's just practicing by himself. Not getting hit. I think he he has something to prove with the NFL. Like he can still play in the highest of levels. I feel like he thinks that it will be a demotion going to any of them other leagues. And he doesn't want people to think that, oh, this is what he's just settled for now. He wants to always keep the NFL as the goal. So that's all that he's going to play. That's all he's going to train for and all that other bullshit. Do I think it's smart? No, because I'm somebody who... If you're in the NBA, I advise that you go overseas. If you're not playing, I advise that you do some other shit to keep your body in shape so people can, once again, look at you play football and, have and actually see you in a game environment. I'm somebody who I would advise that, but I think his mind is just in the other place with all the advocacy shit that he's been doing and all this other shit, so I don't know. All right, then, moving on to social media wants to know, I have ranked these movies. So I have Logan. Spider-Man No Way Home, The Batman, the one that just came out with Robert Pattinson, or The mm. Dark Knight. Which of those four? Rank them. Uh, you said The Batman that just came out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got... I ain't gonna lie. I got Dark Knight at one, No Way Home 2, The Batman 3, Logan 4. Logan is not better than any of these other three movies. <laughs> Huh? Logan is Logan fire, but it, it's not better than it's not better than No Way Home. It's not better than The Dark Knight and this previous Batman. What are, what are you going by? What are you going by with these rankings? Are you going by replay play value? Or are you just going by what was the better movie? Both. Going off of both. Logan is has definitely way more replay value than the Batman for sure. Hakeem No Way Home, too. Low, bro, you whoa, don't remember Logan, whoa, bro, if you saying whoa, that. Whoa, you don't remember Logan, bro, if you saying that, bro. Logan I've seen it several fire. times. That was a rewatchable-ass movie, bro. It was definitely... It was. I'm not watching no Batman and no three-hour-ass movie, bro, trying to get through that struggle shit. No. I'm watching See, the no. Logan multiple times. If it wasn't and the, the fact was that fire. the Batman was three hours, you would not have that opinion. <laughs> you know I fuck with the Batman, bro. But when I just think about movies that was good and what I'm watching more, I would say... I would say that Dark Knight is one. I would say Logan is two. I would say No Way Home is three. And I would have the Batman at four, bro. I would really go uh, with that move, with that that selection, bro. For real, for real. Niggas sleep on Logan, bro. I don't think y'all understand the impact of that shit for real. That shit was fire. 
but they they followed it up terribly with that goddamn mutants movie. Maybe we don't we don't believe no 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 we're not we're not <laughs> counting that as a follow up, bro. Hell no, I'm not allowing you to do that shit. I'm not allowing you to do that. We're not counting that as a follow up. Hell no, we're just counting Logan as a. Oh man, and we gotta think that was his first really good movie because the other it was. Wolverines was kind of kind of mid too. It was all so over like, the place. Yeah, it was all over the place. Which one? Actually, let's talk about that. Which ones do you like better between those two Wolverine movies? Uh, he had like what three or four? He had that. No, he had that Chinese one. X. He that shit that. was terrible. X Men. X Men Origins Wolverine. X Men yeah, Origins yeah, yeah. Wolverine with his brother and Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit was fire. That mm. shit was fire. See, a lot of people say the other way around that the the Chinese one when he was in China with old girl was the that bad one. shit was stupid. That was a terrible ass <laughs> movie. I don't remember anything from that movie. I really don't. I just watched that movie recently. That's why I'm bringing it up because that that honestly was my first time watching it. I didn't even know anything about that movie like at all. Like I only you I only thought it was the X Men Origins one. But no, I watched nothing. it and it was pretty solid though. It was pretty solid. But you I missed nothing. I, <laughs> <laughs> do you think it has something to do with nostalgia, bro? When you think about old movies like that, because when I think of movies like, like uh, X Men Origins, uh, The Wolverine, or when I think of Fantastic Four, like those movies was pretty good to me back in the day. Like, but yep. now when you get older, you start to hear the reviews of like, oh, that movie was whack. That shit was trash. <laughs> so like, is it really nostalgia, or it did it appeal to us? Did it do its job of appealing to? The young mind of like this shit, some cool dope shit. I, I think it appealed to the mind because I would definitely go back and watch the old Fantastic Four movies that we had when Chris Evans was playing Human Torch and all that. That the, the both of them, the Silver Surfer one too. I go back and rewatch them like nothing. I rewatch Logan too. Logan was a great movie, but I just have it forced just because the Dark Knight is one of the best movies of all time. Period across any genre. So I have that at one out of these um movies. Spider-Man No Way Home, I'm a diehard Spider-Man fan, and I think they they gave us everything we wanted with No Way Home. Like, they wrapped yeah. all three Spider-Man in. They they played the hell out of that multiverse shit. They left us confused and emotional at the end with what was nobody knowing who though? Peter is. What? Logan or No Way Home? Logan was... Mm, Logan was more emotional but I think it hit home more with Spider-Man because the story the of Spider-Man came just, back. It was a lot of fan service with that too. Haki. The the story of Spider-Man just hits a lot of people more than the story of Wolverine because honestly, before the movie Logan, we just knew Wolverine for being this hard ass character that really had That's no nice development. Too. Like they gave mm-hmm. Wolverine no development in all of the movies leading up to Logan that he was in. He was just a hard mm-hmm. ass character. He was the character that could beat everybody ass and, and love the hoes. That was it. That's all Wolverine was. And then boom, we get this emotional last movie. So it's like it was more. He got a kid than... randomly. Yeah. So it, it was just too much shit hitting you at once in that movie for me to put it over No Way Home. And then the Batman. I can feel that. I can feel that. We got a totally different perspective with this Batman movie that we've never mm-hmm. seen before, and it was just so fucking dark. And I just loved that. And that's why I will put that above Logan, too. So out of these movies, Logan is fourth. But I do agree. A lot of people sleep on that movie. Like, that's a movie that a lot of people should. But this is what I'll say about how they stack up with the rest, bro. Logan wasn't as produced with the budget as all these other ones. Like, these other ones was like some big production-ass movies. Like, all of this this shit had hella CGI and all that other shit. 
well, not really Batman. Batman, the Batman was way more grounded. But I'm just like, man, these were way more produced when you talk about budgets. Logan, Logan was, I don't know, bro. Man, maybe I'm just trying to make some excuses for him because I love Wolverine, but I would have that shit too behind the dark night, bro. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Maybe the other shit is a little too new, but I Logan is one of my favorite movies of all time, bro. For real, for real. That's how high I hold that shit in regard because I think it really capped off Wolverine's story so well because we had some shit that was kind of that was so man and it was so emotional because you've been tired of the Wolverine since 2000 bro so to see him lost like that and he got killed by himself and he got a daughter he left behind like even though that was kind of thrown at you that shit hit you all at once for real because it's like my nigga really gone and we don't really know if we're going to see him again so that fatality and that finality of that just just wraps up to make such a beautiful story. Like I said, we don't count that bullshit follow-up. We just count this Logan <laughs> shit. But I'm telling you, that Logan shit was fire, bro. I, it, I was, had that bro. It, it was It was very emotional. The fact that the, the new, quote-unquote, improved version of himself is the one that killed him. Like, that, that shit was crazy, bro. Like, that, yeah. that, that ain't gonna lie. That had me tearing up. I'm like, <laughs> damn, like, he really finna die. Like, cause I'm thinking he finna take this serum and even though he old and shit, he gonna find a way to beat the new one. He may die, but he's gonna kill the new one before he ends up dying from whatever wounds he get. No, they said this nigga finna die right here. <laughs> like, I was like, damn. <laughs> that, that shit killed. was hard, bro. That shit and then was it, hard, was, it was wrong because Professor X was telling them, you know, your daughter gonna end up being better than you. And I'm just like, damn, like that's fire. And they did so terrible following it up. I don't even want to talk about it no more. I, I, that shit did not even connect. That's why I really can't call it a follow-up because it didn't even connect with the, the Logan shit at all. Like, it connected they a that little bit. They get, they get that yeah. bullshit email. <laughs> they get that little bullshit <laughs> ass email that said X at the end. Bro, I, like, I cannot believe I wasted an hour and 30 watching that shit, bro. Oh my God, I wasted oh, my time watching shit. that, bro. Remember how anticipated that shit was? Bro, we was waiting years to get that movie. Yeah, bro. And we got that bullshit. They come announced on, it because when when did Logan come out? 2017. They announced it, but it they announced it like that. even before. They announced it yeah. before Logan came out because they said this is gonna be you know the follow up to it. So they were mm-hmm. already in production of it, and they gave like a poster for it before Logan came out. Yeah, and then they yeah, pushed yeah. it back to a year, and then another year. And we didn't get that shit till what COVID. And I was like, <laughs> oh no, ain't no way in hell. It came out on HBO Max. HBO Max. They didn't even come out in the theaters. I was like, this shit finna be trash. I already know. Bro, that shit was And then she wasn't even in the movie? She wasn't even in the movie. I was blown. I was like, oh, no. Mm -mm." That's what blew me the most, because that's why I was excited to see this shit. We were supposed to see all them kids in the the fucking, you know, New Mutant shit. And then, because what, didn't they go to Canada and Logan or some shit? They were supposed to go to Canada or something? Yeah, they, they so crossed that's why whatever hockey, border. They crossed whatever yeah. border they had to cross. So that's why I was hockey didn't make sense to me. I wanted to see the little fat black boy that had the ice powers. I was yeah, like, oh, I, <laughs> I can't even see my dog. Little fat ice boy. Man, them oh, things was man. dope, bro. Damn. They really hold that. They really hold that for real. They did. But um, that's, one of, the the worst, that's one of the five worst movies I've ever seen. No bullshit. Right up there with old, too. That movie old. It was whack as hell. That M. Night Shyamalan old, movie. Old Mutants. Uh, old New Mutants. The the Avatar The Last Airbender live action. Dragon Ball Z live action. And some, listen. 
It's just another movie I'm missing. Just throw a Thor. Just throw a Thor. In oh, here. Thor oh, one oh, or two. The, the little things. The little things. Oh my God. Oh I wasted two God, and a half hours. Bro. That's a boy. If Denzel made a terrible ass movie, is that one right there? <laughs> They're my five worst movies of all time, bro. Hey, bro, bro. What movie, bro? You was at my crib and Black was over here, bro. And we was watching uh one of the leprechauns, leprechauns in, the in the hood. Bro, what? <laughs> what was that the first one, bro? That was one of the worst films I've ever seen. It was funny as hell because it was so terrible. That was one of the worst films I've ever seen. <laughs> that was one of the worst films I've ever seen. I've never bro. been more disgusted watching a movie. That's I was like, bro, this poorly produced. Because Leprechaun in the Hood <laughs> 2 was good. That's the one that always gets replayed. But I think it was the first one. That shit was it had terrible, to be. bro. Cause I think that he was watching was them in order or something like that. Cause yeah. it was like a marathon or something. That shit was on a marathon or something. That shit was damn. <laughs> that was one of the worst movies. So that's in there. that should be in the top five too. Funny as hell. But going back to your Fantastic Four point, cause I recently went back and watched that Fantastic Four from 05. Looking back at it, I was like, the movie honestly wasn't that good. And that's why I throw in that like the nostalgia shit of like, damn, this shit was fire as a jet. And then I watch it, I'm like. This shit make hockey no sense. It was no build up. We got nothing with the uh with Doctor Doom for real. He was barely even in the movie. Like we only got like clips and scenes of him for real. I'm like, what was this? But I'm like, as a kid, you couldn't tell me this shit wasn't the best movie ever made. Like that shit crazy. How that that is. And we got the Stan Lee pop ups in there and everything. Yeah, like bro, that Silver Surfer was definitely the best one though. I I rewatched that. That was Silver Silver Surfer was fine. Yeah. All right, moving on to entertainment and current events. We got the elementary man shooting. Uh, yeah, man. So um, I'm pretty sure you guys have all seen the tweets, all seen the, the news coverage. But Uvalde, Texas, two days ago now, um, one of the worst school shootings of all time, bro. Uh, 18-year-old by the name of Salvador Ramos in a small community, a small Hispanic community of Uvalde, Texas, walked into a uh, elementary school called Rob Elementary and killed what is now 19 students and two teachers. He had an AR-15, legally bought AR-15, killed his grandmother before crashing his car on the way to the school and then actually got on school campus and uh, made his way into one of the classrooms and just just open fire bro it's just it's a sad situation it's the same song over and over thoughts and prayers nothing happens and then a couple of days later another shooting happens you know and this is just a couple of weeks after bro we just said that shit last week yeah we just talked about a buffalo shooting last week and everything that we think that should be done and then here we are not even a week later talking about the same thing with another mass shooting we talked about how so many have gone down in the U.S. I even seen a stat recently that said that 280 have happened in the last, you know what I'm saying, 10 to 15 years. And it's like we keep seeing an increase more and more. Obviously, uh, we've seen the Steve Kerr clip, like guns law have to change. But that's been in effect for a long time, bro. I don't even know if those are going to change, but something has to happen, bro. Because it's the same thing every week. And nothing's being changed. Even the president isn't making things go into effect. The senators are seeing this. Nothing is going into effect. And once again, the same conversation we were having last week of it's not even just black people anymore, but just people in general, bro. Where can you really feel safe, bro? If you can't go to school, 
if you can't go to a grocery store, if you can't go to any of these simple places where you think are just so simple in and out type of places just to chill and vibe, just some routine shit, and you can't even be safe while doing that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Something so innocent where you're killing second through fourth graders, bro. Like, come on. Like, they shouldn't even have to worry about that. And here we go once again in a elementary mass shooting. I think this is the first one since Sandy Hook. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that was a crazy-ass situation as well. So, it, it, I don't know, bro. We can and say everything, but I don't know what's going to change for real. I seen somebody um bring this topic up on Twitter of how other countries, like the way they have their gun laws and how you got to purchase <laughs> their guns. I think somebody said in Japan, you know, you got to show your ID. You got to have family member or close references to come and give statements on why they do think you should have a gun. Mm-hmm. You got to pass a behavioral test. Like Japan is real strict with who they just give guns to. And I was thinking, damn, why can't we implement something like that here? And, you know, a lot, I've seen a, a lot of people also bringing up after 9-11 happened, you seen how quick they changed security in the airports. But now we got a situation where killing after killing after killing here, it ain't no conspiracy about who doing this. It's most of the time white men. This this instance, it was a Hispanic man, but most of the time white men with assault rifles walking into safe spaces and just killing people black people in churches asian people in churches black specifically black people in grocery stores small children and i, I heard people saying you know i heard news out um outlet saying that he was getting bullied and this that and the third what Why does not? that matter and, and i'm not i'm not saying you should have gone and killed these people but if you're getting bullied at your high school why are you not going to your high school to do that? You choose to go to a school of babies that have nothing to do with what you got going on. So hold on, because I didn't I heard about him getting bullied, but he had the AR-15 in the car already then. So yes. so he was on he was on the way to his high school to probably kill the bully, I would think, right? But he crashed the car. I'm not sure where he crashed exactly. Because that's so what that, I would that's think. The only detail I don't know. I'm not trying to justify what he did and no shit. I'm just trying to go into the thought process because you had to have had murder on your mind already. If you walk in an elementary school with an assault rifle, bro, you had to have had murder on your mind. You already. killed your grandma. You had murder on your mind when you woke up in the morning. You feel me? Like, like what, what was going on with this man, bro? How is he getting a gun? Like, all of this shit obviously has to go down and obviously has to be thought out. But I think it's a situation where... These senators, these presidents aren't being directly affected. So we're seeing them not make instant changes. If that was one of their kids that got killed in the the Texas shooting, oh, the senator would have immediately changed those gun laws. Oh, we're putting everything into effect. You need to do a background check. But since they're not directly being affected, oh, it's not our bill. We ain't going to change shit like that. I don't even know how to feel about that, bro, because I see people making No, it's terrible. It's a terrible thing, bro, but that's how they think. No, but I'm saying I I don't know how to feel in the sense of I don't think it ever is gonna happen to them because I see people say that all the time until it happens to one of their people they ain't gonna blah 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 and it's like we have to understand these senators governors house representatives blah 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 a lot of these people are in the one percent whether they have the money to be in the top one percent or just the social status and work environment to be in the top one percent their their kids are not going to the same schools that. These schools are probably. But we see you can get killed anywhere, though, bro. It don't really matter. But if you're one of the elite people in the government, you're making sure your kids are at schools that have 
twice, three times the security of any other school or private. School. I don't think a lot of you're people making look sure like that. I think a lot of these people getting lucky, bro. You're making sure they're in neighborhoods that you can guarantee none of this is going to happen at. I know it can still happen at any place, anytime, but when you got money and power, bro, you can make it shape to where you know, at least you know, your people ain't going to be affected by it. You know what I'm saying? I, I just look at it that way because why haven't any of these people had their own family members have this happen to yet? 280 something shootings here in America and governors haven't lost their kids yet. Senators haven't lost their family members yet. House representatives ain't lost their family members yet. Well, we got to think about think a lot of this really shit that's weird. going down, though, bro. A lot of people that's getting killed. That's Most weird. of these people getting killed are black folks, though. So we know we don't have and a that, lot of people up too. in those places, too. It's not like it's a school shooting every week, and that's why they really got to worry about. And I think that's why we're not seeing a lot of change, because it's our people getting getting killed most of the time. So they don't want to kill it. And it's, and it's all about control, bro. They want to have control of, like, oh, you can do whatever you want. We don't want to, you know what I'm saying, tell you guys what to do. But all we're asking for, bro, is a background check. Like, how tough is that, bro? For everything else in this in this world, bro, you got to get a background check for anything else, bro. Social security got to be shown, references, everything else in this world, you got to show references or a background check. But to get a gun, a deadly weapon, you don't have to worry about that. And by 300 rounds of bullets, like, you just got to be 18 years old and be able to and sign what? a waiver. That's all you got to do. <laughs> And the craziest thing about this, bro, is I was watching a Columbine documentary, bro. Like, this was like five years ago. But it was like Eric, who was one of the, the school shooters and the dude that he did the shooting with, they talked about this same exact thing happening. They were like 16, 17 years old in 2002, and they were talking about how easy it was to get a gun. And that was in 2002. So you see, in 20 years, nothing has changed with the gun laws, bro. Columbine was in 02 and we still having school shootings in 2022 when it comes to the same issue with people who shouldn't have guns or having guns, bro. We're seeing it and nothing has changed over 20 years, bro. That's crazy to think about, especially and when it's not just black folks being affected. It's everybody else with, with this situation. That's crazy. And I don't want to sit here and say, you know, every single gun needs to just have this hard ass process of, of attaining, but handguns and guns that you go hunting with if you live out in the woods in the middle of alabama or something and you have hunting laws okay you can buy a shotgun you might not have as hard of a process to go through as somebody buying an ar-15 if you're buying an ar-15 i'm looking at you like you finna get ready to kill somebody because that's the only reason you have that gun guns like that are tearing through any meat that you shoot so you can't sit here and say you're getting an ar-15 to hunt or blah, 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 whatever, because no, like, you're getting that weapon to harm another person. You could say you're doing target practice all goddamn day, but you're getting that weapon ultimately to harm someone. So weapons like that, that you can legally buy, I think you need to go through at least a three to four step process before you can just mm -hmm. get those weapons. Handguns, shotguns, or hunting guns, guns that, you can, guns that you can get in your home for protection or to go hunting with, they can have like a two-step verification process to make sure you get, but assault rifles and anything like snipers, anything like that, four to five-step process, and you need references, in my opinion. That shit crazy, bro.
Because we can keep having these conversations on what needs to change and we can keep praying, bro. But we got to go up to these senators, bro. And they got to be the one to make the change. We we have been talking about this, bro, since Columbine, bro, 02 with the gun laws. And it's 20 years later and nothing has been changed with anything, bro. So it's like we keep saying thoughts and prayers every week, bro. We keep praying and doing all this, bro. But nothing is changing. We have to take a stand, bro. All of this Martin Luther King, oh, peaceful, oh, we just going to ask y'all to do shit, but we ain't going to take a stand. Somebody got to take a stand for the next person that's killed, bro, because we're losing people every week, bro. It's a situation where neither side is more at fault than the other. I ain't looking at Republicans a certain way for all this happening. I ain't looking at Democrats a certain way. I'm looking at everybody the same. All of y'all are in the room with each other at the end of the day, and y'all both have to give a, a decision on whether this is or is not passed when it comes to these laws and these legislations and anything that needs to be approved to make things better. So I'm looking at Democrats. I'm looking at independent parties. I'm looking at Republicans. Y'all need to step up. Y'all need to do better. And we as a people, we need to keep the foot on their neck and make sure they do so. You know, and I, I just think until they make the, the necessary steps, that they need to make, this is going to keep happening. And like you said, maybe if it gets to a point where it happens to one of their kids or one of their family members, then we might see a change. But I think we're we waiting, we're going to be waiting all day until people in power start losing people to shit like this. But I'm I saying, think gonna something, gotta, something you got to give, bro. Something got to give at this point. It says it's been if this years, wasn't enough, bro. that says a lot, bro. That's if, what if I'm second, saying. If kids second, got third, killed, and fourth bro. graders dying, isn't yeah. enough to make people take a step back and be like, is power really worth it? We then we we just lost, bro. We lost. We're lost, bro. We're lost for real. Cause this gotta mean something. Some 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 tables gotta be shaken after this, bro. Come on, dog. Cause how many people died? I think it was 18. And there'll be a 19. 21 in total. It was 19 oh, kids wow. and two two teachers. Mm -hmm. Wow, bro. And I think 17 may have been injured. 17 people in total may have been injured, but 19 students died, two teachers died. And that's crazy, bro. Because I've been see I was seeing a lot of shit too about teachers getting guns and all that shit to protect the we don't classroom. Need that. What why do we need? We don't need that shit. The teacher in a room with nothing but jits, and y'all want them with guns. And then the teacher probably don't got no home training with a gun. Them niggas ain't got no experience. Even if they go to through some type of training, nothing prepares you for that real life action. So you want them to be in a room with some kids with a gun? Come on, bro. We got to get better than and that. Then, we shouldn't even have to worry point, about that, honestly. Then you, you got to hope the teacher don't flip out one day and do something Damn, crazy. You feel me? <laughs> some of these teachers wild as hell. So you got to think about all this bad shit that can happen when you think about that. So... You, we shouldn't even be thinking about teachers needing guns. We should need to fix the gun laws first before we get to a point where teachers need guns to protect themselves. Because that's a drastic ass turn of events. It is. That's a drastic. Like I, I know people. <laughs> I have friends that are teachers, and you put a gun in their hand. Trust me, more than a killer is dying. I bet money <laughs> of that shit, my nigga. I bet money. Y'all do real, not trust man. that shit happening at all, bro. We just got to do better, bro. For real, for real. And moving on to the next topic, we got Juneteenth items removed. Yeah, I, I got a problem with some of y'all black people, man. We we need to figure out what we do and what we do not want. So Walmart, along with a couple of other stores, have had to recently pull their June 
bathrooms out of their stores because of the backlash on social media from a lot of black people saying that, you know, they're just using um, our holiday, you know, as a marketing tactic to get um, money. And, you know, they didn't they really could have just put black owned products on the shelves and whatnot. And this, that, and the third, they said a lot of stuff to make Walmart say, you know what, we're, we're just going to take it back. We're just going <laughs> to And I'm just pissed off about it because for the past two, three years leading up to last year, when Juneteenth was finally, you know, recognized as a federal holiday, what have we been asking for, for Juneteenth to get the same recognition and same treatment as other national holidays? Is that not what we have been asking for? And when we finally get it and they start marketing it like they do other holidays, like they do St. Patrick's Day, like they do Cinco de Mayo, like they but do this, this ain't a regular Day. holiday, bro. This ain't another, this it ain't is, another one of them Americanized holidays, bro. This but, is our holiday for real. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. How can we expect to be recognized as a holiday? Because this is what I'm saying. If we did get Juneteenth as a holiday and no stores, Put any Juneteenth merchandise up, what would have been the main complaint? We would have been cool with that. Hold on now, bro. We would have been cool with that, bro. If no, we, we would, if we, I think we would have been better off starting some shit where all of the, we have enough black, black, uh, black shoppers where everybody black is out selling some shit on the street on Juneteenth. I feel like that should have been a, a trend more so than Walmart capitalizing off Juneteenth, off our holiday. Y'all can capitalize. We capitalize off, off of. We capitalize off single Mayo. Capitalize for sure. No big business. No, we can we, capitalize black folks. We capitalize off single Mayo. A holiday has that has nothing to do with it. a holiday that most Hispanic people who ain't capitalizes even off that. Like who capitalizes on that? Black Bars? people. What you talking about? How? How? Because we celebrate the shit more than Hispanics do. We Man. overtake the holiday more than everybody else. And that shit we don't take advantage do of that holiday, though. We, we yes, probably we celebrate. Yes, the hell we do. We probably yes, celebrate, man. We, do. we don't take advantage of that holiday, bro. We probably do a, a couple of drinks or something, bro. But that's it. I ain't never seen no Man. black folk do no wild shit, take advantage, if, selling if Chico to my shit. people was out here celebrating Juneteenth like it was their holiday, you know black people on social media will have an uproar. How y'all gonna celebrate something that ain't even for y'all? How y'all gonna take our <laughs> day like that? Like, we don't literally take Cinco de Mayo and act like that's our fucking holiday. So I, I just don't understand black people. Do we want people to support our holiday or do we not? I feel like these companies are in a situation where they damn if they do, damn if they don't. If they say don't. nothing at all about <laughs> Juneteenth, but, but that's what I'm saying. If they say nothing at all about Juneteenth, we get mad because there's no recognition. But when they do say something and try to put products out there, their companies, their job is to make a profit. Like illustration of um Vaseline. Vaseline put like a, a black baby on the on the cover of one of their bottles for Juneteenth or something like that. Come Everybody on, was mad bro. about that shit. And how Come you mad on, at the bro? Store? That's some head ass shit. That's why. Why? It's it's that's some head ass. It's, that's marketing. You trying to capitalize off us for what? Keep that white ass baby what? on that damn Vaseline. We keep that white we ass buy baby. Vaseline more than anybody else. Black people. I don't buy give a damn. Keep that, I don't need you pandering to me. Don't bet. Keep that shit the same, bro. Keep the energy the so same. What do we bro. want? What do we want, bro? Do we just bro, want the day off? We Is never, that all we never, for? we never ask for shit to be sold in stores and for us to be on for us. So to we don't want to be treated like a holiday then. We don't want to be treated like a holiday. We can't That's get recognized think. as a holiday. Niggas be out of school and shit. But I feel what like it's holiday way to do go you know? with us. What federal holiday you know that does not get celebrated and merchandise is not sold? Name me one holiday where that's not happening. July 4th? 
federal holiday. Nothing happens on Cinco de Mayo. Nothing happens on Cinco de Mayo. There's merchandise in the stores. You can find sombreros. You can find a lot of shit. You can that find shit on Cinco de Mayo. St. Patrick's Day, bro. Those are regular days. See, I feel like those are more so cultural type shit. I think those are more cultural type shits, bro. Juneteenth niggas is a cultural drink. holiday. Niggas, I'm saying that. Those are cultural type holidays. I feel like people drink on St. Patrick's Day. People drink on Cinco de Mayo. It's something, it's certain traditions that you have with certain holidays. Niggas have never used Juneteenth as this type of event, bro. Cinco de Mayo, I've never seen that shit sold in stores, bro. I swear to God, I've never seen that shit sold. It don't be like shit that say Cinco de Mayo on it, but they make sure to put. But that's what I'm saying. So it, we don't see Hispanic babies on the damn Vaseline because it's Cinco de Mayo. It's a way you go about shit. So you pandering up for what? To us for what? Keep the what's energy the same. We don't want that type what's of recognition. I rather, I rather, I rather, I rather baby on a Vaseline bottle. What's wrong? I'd rather that? you educate, bro, than you trying to pander with the Juneteenth. That's why I feel like Juneteenth was made a federal holiday so people can actually know what the day meant for. I don't give a damn about shit being sold in stores, bro. It's but about we actually we it, meant, it means something. That day means something, bro. Is there a problem with people selling Juneteenth merchandise? Not black people. I'm talking people about. Support. I'm talking about these stores like Walmart's, Targets, all that. Is it a problem that they sell Juneteenth? It's a tricky situation, bro. Would I like to see it? No, but if it is, it's like it's okay, bro. I'm not really mad at it, but I I really want the the day to be about the education, though, bro. I and, th- and okay. once again, I, just I don't, don't think no it is though. It. I I just think buying some plates that say Juneteenth and some cups with some. With some Juneteenth colors on it, the ice cream, the ice, black people acting like that wasn't a fire ass ice cream flavor that they put out. That red velvet ice cream cake on um, flavor that they put out, they know black people know damn well we love some red velvet cake. I don't know why they acting like that ice cream was a bad thing. Black people, y'all need to stop being so picky now. We need to figure out what we want to do. Do we want to celebrate this shit like every other holiday? Or do we just want to keep it to ourselves and want everybody else to not say that? Anything? I was high key. I was high key cool with keeping it to ourselves. Y'all made it federal, so it got to this point. But I was cool with everybody acknowledging the holiday. Remember when shit used to be on Twitter, like everybody pop, popping up their favorite blacks. Like, bro, when people notify and recognize my holiday, that's how I, I, that's what I view as recognizing and educating, bro. When you blow it up to, for it to be some national shit is high, I feel like that's when the meaning high key gets lost in it. And I feel like that's that's what a lot of holidays we see now, like but Cinco de Mayo. I don't know what I don't even know what Cinco de Mayo means anymore, bro. Say, Pastor, I don't even know what those day, days mean anymore because they're lost in the celebration. The meaning is lost in the celebration. The people who is I don't born, want to they know what it means. We don't For know what sure. it means because we ain't Hispanic and we ain't Irish. Those, but I'm saying I don't want the meaning to be lost, though. I don't want the meaning to be lost. I need y'all to know why. I the meaning ain't. Thing. I don't give a damn if the meaning lost to white people, Hispanic. As long as the meaning ain't lost with us, I don't think it will be. St. Patrick's Day, ask any Irish person today what St. Patrick's Day is for. They will let you know. It don't matter if we don't know. Cinco de Mayo, ask any Hispanic person what Cinco de Mayo is for. That's the day of the day. They know what it's for. Shout out to my Hispanics. We don't know. That's not the day of the day. That's not the day of the day? No. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) My point is exactly. You don't know, but Hispanics know. So even if Juneteenth becomes a holiday to where everybody else, every other ethnicity may forget the meaning of it, as long as black people don't, and we be sure to remind ourselves what it's for, 
I don't give a damn if anybody else forgets what it's for. So I just think, bro, with this shit if, I got a sworn single to my was dead to dead, bro. Bro, if we are expecting to be recognized across the nation as a federal holiday, y'all need to get up and understand that people are going to sell shit. Like, plain and simple. They 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 not from the street. Black holidays no different than they from the street. These other holidays we had to pull teeth just for them to give us the damn day. Now y'all finna be picky as hell and say they can't sell nothing on top of that. So I I don't know. And y'all shopping these places regardless. It ain't like y'all finna boycott Walmart. It ain't like y'all no, finna boycott all these other places. Boycott, bro, but don't try so to why take get fake of my mad, holiday, bro. bro? Why why get fake mad about the? That's what I feel like. Bro. A lot of people are getting fake mad, but this is my thing. I just don't want the meaning to get lost to black folk, bro. With the with the, you get caught up in big business, bro. We just, a lot of us just find out what the hell it is. So we I hope we don't forget. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy bro i fuck with juneteenth but like i said bro i'm somebody who i was cool with juneteenth being some thing between black folks bro it, it going federal is cool bro but uh, i just i would have been glad if it became something like our black history day like it was our uh what fourth of july like we we treat it like that like barbecues and shit like that. We don't need the feds to tell us that we out, nigga. We all black people taking that day off themselves, nigga. We out on damn <laughs> June nineteenth. We oh, off well, work, I, bitch. I, we all we all work, federal, nigga. I, I need a federal <laughs> so I can get paid. I need a federal. So <laughs> and <I can> <laughs> hey, use your PTO. Use PTO. <laughs> Niggas got PTO now. Use your nah, PTO. Nah, I can't, I can't keep saying? all my PTO days <laughs> and still get paid. <laughs> nah, man. But I I just like that as more of some close knit shit. It becoming federal was cool for the day off, but. I don't know. Shit can get lost. Man, y'all made me mad as hell. Y'all took away that fire ass red velvet ice cream flavor before I got a chance. Nobody gonna eat that shit after that damn Juneteenth. Niggas was not eating that shit, bro. Niggas is not eating that, bro. You're you're acting like black people don't like red velvet and it's making we like red velvet, but I'm telling you that shit would have been ass, bro. Because wasn't it mixed with something? It was kind of like red velvet mixed with something else, though. No, it was red velvet cake or some shit like that whatever cake flavor it was shit. cake ice cream is always ass bro butter pecan for the w <laughs> butter pecan for the w for sure real niggas know all right honorary doctorate yeah so uh Dwayne Wade over this last weekend just got his honorary doctorate and god damn what was his degree in? oh yeah and the so, heat did lose as well i told y'all that we were going to find damn. out the the heat lost 93 to 80 got their ass clapped apparently in the second half over uh, this past weekend, Dwayne Wade received his honorary doctorate degree from Marquette University of Humane Letters. That's the title of the degree that he got basically for philanthropic uh, stuff, you know, nonprofit stuff or whatever. And the reason I wanted to talk about this was I seen a lot of people saying they're just handing out honorary doctorates nowadays. Like over the past five years, there's been at least. 10 to 15 I've always celebrities. Felt that way. I've always felt that way. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it's just the, yeah, you can earn it, but it's like, How do, do you it earn mean it? anything? Well, like I said, you you can either pay for the shit by being a heavy donor to whatever school you're getting it from. Is that earning? Or you could, or you could do it, well, that's that's not earning it. Or you could do it the way <laughs> Wade did and just through your philanthropy and just through the way you help communities mm. and whatnot. That could be another way you get it. Because Maya Angelou had like, what, 20 of them bitches? Maya Angelou had a lot of fucking honorary degrees. And it's just like... Do people call you doctor wow. after that? Do people call her Dr. Maya Angelou? They could. If she required them to, they, they could. Same thing with Shaq. But it's like, an honorary Shaq- doctorate though. So I, am I really required of his honorary? If Shaq wanted people to call him Dr. O'Neill, he has the legal right to do that because he has a PhD. 
He doesn't ask people to do that, but he could if he wanted to. Ask that nigga Shaq a PhD question. That nigga gonna be cool <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I can't respect this shit because it's niggas that really put in the work, and that's why I feel like it kind of devalues them. Because yeah. niggas put in the work and gotta work 10 plus years to get a, a doctorate degree. Like so much I money agree. is getting put into it, and it's like some rich celebrity just comes up to get an honorary doctorate. That and dropped you got out of college of, or didn't yeah. finish college or didn't go to college. <laughs> and you got the same qualifications as me? That's why I asked you about the requirements. Like, damn, did, did, does Shaq have to be called that? Does my Angelo have to be called that? Because, like, while we got on the same type of level, if I put in 10 years and I actually know my shit and you just came up here and made a speech, like, we're on different levels, bro. I'm a real doctor, my nigga. You come up here for play I think, Um, I think J.J. Watt, like a year or two ago, I think J.J. Watt got an honorary doctorate as well. And I'm thinking the J. same J. thing. J.J. Watt like has a doctorate. Philanthropy. <laughs> See, you know what? I'm going to be pissed if Rob Gronkowski get a damn doctorate. If a nigga like Rob get a fucking or Gronk get a damn doctorate degree, that's why I would have to put my foot down and I had to be really mad about this shit, bro. Because a nigga like that with a doctorate degree is crazy, bro. That's crazy. That's great. I love but D-Wade, I, I, so I'm going to let him rock out. But nah, all these other niggas, nah. I think it's a way you can still honor these people without necessarily giving them degrees. I feel like you can give Facts. them certificates. If you give them certificates, that's more suitable than giving them an actual degree. D-Wade did not even get his undergrad. He left after his third year of college and did not go back and finish. And his sister always got on him about that, too, because I, mm-hmm. in, um, in the article, his sister would always get on him like, you need to go back to school. You need to go back. And he never did. He took off in basketball and became a superstar. So it was like, do you really care at that point? But now that he's older, he decided to go um to see if he can get a, um his degree honorary. So instead of just giving him his undergrad and an honorary degree, they said, we'll just give you a whole yeah. damn doctorate. Because he got it from Marquette, too, the school that he yeah, went to. Yeah, he got it from Marquette. That's so. kind of crazy. That nigga ain't got no undergrad. That's hockey crazy. You ain't got no undergrad, but you got a doctorate. <laughs> That's, That's kind of crazy, bro. bro. Especially when because it's the like same you said, school you went to. to. To respect the people who actually do put in the work, who put in the money... And put in the time, the blood, sweat, tears into getting those degrees and those PhDs and everything for rich people, celebrity people to just walk in and just like Mark Zuckerberg, I think, has an honorary degree from he has an honorary undergraduate degree from Harvard, the school he dropped out of. Like he has an honorary degree from them 20 years later. It's just like, come it's on, it's an bro. undergraduate degree though. So the shit hockey different. He ain't got a doctor. I don't give a damn. You're getting any degree that I have without putting the work in? Like, you dropped out and you got the same No, nah, hold on now, hold on now, hold on anyway, now, well, hold yeah. on now. That's different, though. Because I agree with you on everybody else. All them other niggas ain't on that same mark as Zuckerberg level. Zuckerberg was that nigga we already knew. He he was, but it's like, come on, bro. You still got to put the work in, bro, to, <laughs> towards the degree. You got to put – he put in the work as far as, like, his passion and his, his own business or whatnot, so I give him that. But like I said – Give a certificate. Don't give an actual degree that other people are actually putting in work to get. That's my issue. They need to find something else to give these people. Yeah, that shit crazy. All right, moving on. J. Cole signs to an elite Canada basketball league. So here, I got the article right here. So after playing only three professional games in the NBA-affiliated Basketball Africa League a year ago, rapper Jermaine Cole is now taking his talents to the Canadian Elite Basketball League. Uh, they said the MC is signing with the Scarborough Shooting Stars, 
instantly gaining the most popular and recognizable player in the history of the league. They, <laughs> they don't say they don't give too much information on like the the background on the how long the league has been in effect and things like that. But uh, I don't know. I feel like you're it would the be a most step down popular point player. Like you're the most oh, popular sure. player in league history. <laughs> you ain't even a basketball player for real. But that's not, nah, that's crazy. That's because he cold, though. That's just cold. Cold could step but, into the NBA and still be up there. That's the funniest shit ever. <laughs> you're not known for basketball at all, but you're the um, most famous basketball player in league history. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, that's funny as hell. Yeah, my cousin, my cousin just posted. My cousin just posted. I hate the Heat so much. I don't know why people always have them favored to get to the finals. Hate always. What the fuck? What do you mean always got them favored? Niggas didn't have them favored this year. You bozo. <laughs> <laughs> niggas hating on my Heat after the L, bro. I hate to see it, you bitch ass niggas. None of you niggas, niggas had them going to this point. I hate niggas, bro. I'm going to talk my shit, man. Fuck y'all niggas is hating on me. Y'all still riding with my team, you bitch niggas. We getting Donovan Mitchell next year, and we finna ride out on you fuck niggas. I don't give a damn about none of you niggas, man. We coming back with a vengeance next year. Fuck the Celtics. All right, man. Move I'm co-signing everything but Donovan Mitchell. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we're getting so I'm not co-signing it. I'm co-signing everything else he just said. <laughs> After what I've seen from Hero, bro, and Duncan Robinson, both of you niggas can leave my sight. Give me Donovan Mitchell. I'll take the upgrade. <laughs> Let's move forward with the gore, the God butcher reaction, bro. I seen the I seen the trailer for the 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 new Thor, Lord of Thunder, whatever that movie called. That shit, Love and Thunder, fire. Love and Thunder, Lord and Thunder, Love and Thunder. Yeah, that shit looked fire, bro. How you felt about it? It was fire, bro. Chris, he got a performance on his hands, bro. He he really do, bro. It's gonna be fire, bro. What I told you, I told you that movie was gonna be fire. I was like, that first trailer they dropped was whack as hell. Nigga was running through the woods. And yeah, shit. I was like, that's. I was like, this movie gonna be dark as shit. But if they get gore in there, bro, this movie gonna be dark. So this movie is going to be fire. Christian Christian Bale alone will make this movie a ten out of ten. I promise his performance is going to be that jaw dropping. And we already know him to be a fantastic actor. But him in this type of role is going to be something different. And he's playing a role that a lot of people don't know. So it's not like he's playing Batman where, oh, a lot of people have expectations of what to see. Like, we don't know what to expect. A lot of people don't have any background with Gore. And Gore the God Butcher is fairly a new character, even for the comics. The first time he came up in the comics was like 2013. So he's only a few years old. Like, it's not like he has a ton of background, like other villains or heroes or whatever it's like we're this is going to be our first real taste cinematically of what go the gore the god butcher is and even in the comics that he was in it's not like they had a whole boatload to go off of with that no it was like really one two comics yeah it was was really like one or two comics so they can really they can go whatever angle they want to go with this bro yeah i already read all of the comics and all the background on him i watched some videos he is fire. I told y'all before when we watched the, the reactions, uh, we watched the trailer before. Gore is gonna be good, bro. And you see how like the I loved how everything was just contracting with his skin because his skin was like yeah. white and everything, like this the background was black, it was like kind of grayed yeah. out on his skin. Like the the fucking the cinematography of the shit, I think I'm gonna be more blown away about because it was one scene where um Gore was fighting against the Valkyrie and they were he was fighting against Thor 
and like they were fading to like gray like when they were color at first and they were fading to gray so i'm yeah. assuming when you get inside inside of his world you start to lose your color as well because it's like you could possibly be losing your life like that shit looks so fire bro that shit looks so fire this movie's gonna be fire bro because i think you're gonna have that balance too because you're gonna have that funny shit with the, the yeah, galaxy guardians of the galaxy but you're gonna have that hard shit that really tie you in because we've seen a lot with Natalie Portman. We got more Natalie Portman in this trailer as well. We see that she's officially going to be the Thor. We kind of see how she came into it. We see that she kind of has the cancer at the end of the trailer. And she holds up the, the Mjolnir hammer and she really comes into Thor herself. So we're going to get all that background. That shit look fire, bro. That shit look fire. Anything else? No, nah, I'm ready for it. All right, man, moving on to, I think that's it for all of the topics. But moving on to Pastor Ox, what you got for it? I got that Hotel Lobby, man. Fucking feud, Quavo and Takeoff, bro. Hotel Lobby, that shit's fire. If they have a whole project coming up and it sound like this, that shit going to be straight, bro. I don't know what the what the um, that, verdict bro. is. I don't know what the verdict is with Migos right now. They still That's saying, what I told you, bro. I was like, hey, hold on now. Hold on. Hold on now. I got that. I got that Halo by Meek Mill featuring Brent Fez. It's my first time actually like going back to listen to that Meek Mill tape for real. Yeah, that shit's live for sure. That shit's live. You talking about uh expensive, expensive pain? pain. Yeah, yeah, I really didn't give it a, a real listen before. I really sped through it. So the it past was, week I've been really listening to it. It was it was mid. I ain't even gonna lie to you. That show pretty solid to me. It was, project it was a, it was a, as a whole. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, some hits on there. I like I like the Halo Blue Notes too. The We Slide, Expensive Pain. It ain't a lot of songs, but because he dropped a lot of shit on there, it was a lot of songs on there. That's what I'm saying. It was, a, it was too many <laughs> songs for me to. Meek Mill isn't that person where he can put like 19 songs on the album and 18 of them hit. Like he's just not. How do we view Meek Mill for real in the community? Like, is he? Is he is a legend, but how is he? I don't. I just don't know how he's viewed though. I don't know. It's weird because he's not the top of the top. That's what I'm saying. Like it's kind of weird. Legend is a strong word. Oh, we're not even saying legend. For Meek Mill, legend is a strong word. Damn, he's made one of the most legendary songs of all time. Like Mm. dreams and nightmares will go down as one. I mean, those those tapes was hard too, though. Them tapes was hard too. But he just—he's not an artist that I think of like that shifted the culture that influenced anybody really that he he just he's not one of those people i feel like you could tell the story of hip-hop and not mention meat mill name oh for sure for sure but i'm saying like what what i'm talking about with this generation do you still feel that way like uh meat mill is just somebody who drops here and there like you don't really give a damn he he's he's well respected and he makes yeah. really good music but he's not in that legend category no like he's he's not top he's not top five of this decade last decade like people was because that Mount Rushmore <laughs> conversation came back up again this weekend people was hockey trying to fight and put Meek in there I didn't oh, know hell no niggas hell was no. fighting for Meek to get you in can there. you can name three or four people to put in that <laughs> position before Fact. you think Fact. about above Meek, Meek for sure above Meek for sure I would I not dispute know. that. It's just weird to see how he's viewed because, like, obviously, when he dropped, like, we anticipate him, but he more so of like a hood legend than like a real deal it legend. Is, in the it's like the Hall of Fame, bro. Weird. 
it's like the Hall of Fame. You could be really good, but you just you just not in that caliber. Like that's all it is. And I think that's what Meek nice. Mill is. Meek Mill is really good. We'll miss him when he's gone, but it's like you wouldn't like will you we? wouldn't like that now. Like I was to say, I don't even think we're gonna miss him for real if he's gone like that. No, nah, that it'll hit. If Meek if Meek passed, like suddenly that that shit would hit, bro. That shit would hit. Well, if he passed, okay, for sure. Everybody misses you when you pass. But I'm saying, like, if he just leaves the rap game and we don't hear Meek Mill no more, like, oh, oh, I'm like that. Straight. Oh, no, 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 I'm straight. Like, ain't, I'm straight if I never no hear another Meek tag. Yeah, yeah. That, that ain't no shit. I'm gonna get sad about or nothing like. Yeah, that. I'm not. I'm not like, mad the, at Meek Mill. The day, the day Aubrey be like, I'm done oh, with for this sh- shit. Yeah, I'm really like, yeah. bro. <laughs> Speaking of Aubrey, bro. I was listening to Sweeter Man by Drake recently. Why is that not on in, in this on no album? That's one of the most underrated, greatest songs he's ever dropped. And it's on nothing. You say, I'm a sweeter man. And you say, come on, Jersey, that's on nothing. I thought it was on that care package that he dropped in 2016. Nah. It's not even on that care package. I'm like, see, Sweeter Man is fire. And that's on nothing. That, that's a lot of people's best song. And this nigga just threw it. That's a throwaway track for real. It's for a that throwaway, nigga. bro. That's it's a throwaway. Crazy, His throwaway That's is other niggas' greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts, bro. That's so crazy with that nigga Drake, man. All right, moving on to movie and show reviews. It's a lot. I got to update this shit, but everything Yo, all at once, I think, is the, the newest one. I didn't know that was in the, um, the movies. I tried to look that shit up on like Netflix or Hulu and shit. No, that shit's I, that on shit movies. said it was in the movie. I was like, damn, all right. So I got I got to go to the movies to see that, y'all. This nigga I didn't I even know it was in the movies. I, I, I did. I thought you, about this. I'm gonna re-watch I thought it, you watched it on TV. No, I watched it and I went to theaters. I don't think I went that first week to actually go watch it too. I'm going to go rewatch it again to get um I'm get my yeah, memory all um, freshened up. The the times are getting shorter like because I don't Yeah, because it's been out for a minute. out soon. They're yeah. gonna take it out soon. So if if I'm gonna see it, I gotta hurry up and see it soon. But we did Moon Knight, y'all. Check out all six reactions of that. Uh, we did Doctor Strange two. Morbius was mid. Did we do Morbius? We didn't do more, bro. It's so funny because we do this shit all the time. We say we're gonna do some shit, but if some shit was really mid, like we really don't do it. Honestly, really I'll mad. give you all my my opinion of Morbius <laughs> right now. That shit was mid. Uh, it was some very good action scenes in the movie. The movie overall was mid. I give it like a six out of ten. That ending was kind of weird. Though. His 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 it girl was. resurrected and shit. I was like, what is it? What does that mean? Like, I know they trying to play on more movies, but do we want another Morbius after we just seen that? And the, the, the post credit scene wasn't even fire. They didn't plug no Spider Man shit in. Well, they they plug Spider Man shit in by oh, putting yeah. the Vulture in there, but yeah. they they could have plugged some Spider Man shit in the movie, especially when they pushed it back after how great yeah. Spider Man did. I'm thinking they added Spider Man shit into the movie. They didn't do that. Uh, I feel like the movie was rushed. What did they do? What did they do? Period. It's it's been pushed back for damn near a year, and they added. I feel like all of this shit was the movie. Nothing was changed. This was Definitely. like literally the movie that was made in 2019, and we got it in 2021, 2022. It had a lot of hype, garbage. but it did not deliver. I get a movie a six out of ten. Um, yeah, I guess the second one will be somewhat okay, but I, I don't know, bro. Morbius get a six out of ten for me. The action was great, CGI was pretty good, and other than that, you like mid. that shadow shit that they did with that bro, like the purple shadow that was following him. I don't know how. Yeah, that shit was fire. Like the way he could mm. fly and shit. Yeah, that shit was fire. I do like that, mm. and the and the way, ooh, the um, the visual effects of the combat scenes. 
I'll get them points mm. for that. Because the way, like, they'll strike and they'll get close up on, like, all the slow motion yeah, yeah, and yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit was fire. But the score was kind of, the story was kind of was whack. Bro. That shit was all over the place. That shit yeah. Like, at first, you said you was trying to help your friend out by, because the, the obviously his, the plot is. The Morbius has, because <laughs> I don't want to just dive into it. You niggas don't have the synopsis. The plot is Morbius is trying to obviously save himself and trying to find a cure for this disease that he has where it's like affecting his body. And his friend has the same type of disease and he knew him since they were kids. Obviously, they grow up. Morbius finds the serum. He takes the serum. He becomes Morbius, becomes the vampire. Uh, his friend finds out that Morbius has the serum. But Morbius doesn't want to give him the serum because Morbius is like, this is a curse. This isn't a blessing. And the friend even seen him hockey dying when he didn't have blood. But his friend was like, nah, nigga, I want to live. So he ended <laughs> up taking the he ended up taking a serum of blood as well and becoming another vampire. And that was like the beef moving forward. Uh Morbius's girlfriend, quote unquote, they wasn't really together, but they was together type shit. She ends up dying at the end, but then she ends up not really dying because she ends up waking up and becoming a vampire and morbius ends up uh killing his friend with like some bat shit that was weird because at first he was getting his ass kicked and then the only thing i think they did as far as like setting up something for whenever they transition this to the mcu or whatever they set it up for blade you know blade being bit by a vampire and whatnot because Mm -hmm. seeing her at the end turn into a vampire it makes you think oh shit all the other people that got killed during this movie, they're probably turning into vampires too. So now when we get Blade, it'll be a situation where he's Or was it because he got bit by Morbius though? He probably did he probably do get bit by Morbius. Um no, I'm talking about I'm talking about um I'm talking about um the girl at the end was bit by Morbius because uh she was bit by Morbius, no? Uh no, I because Morbius was gonna die if he didn't bite her, is that right? His or best the dude friend kill killed her. His oh, best he friend killed her. Killed okay. her. Yeah, okay. and I think when Morbius got back to no, Morbius didn't even come back to her. I don't think. I think she just she was no. He sucked her blood. That's what happened. He ended up sucking her blood or some shit. Remember, he sucked oh. her blood, and then he that's when he started chasing his friend around because he was losing a that's lot of power. Was. So he had he obviously needed. Oh her. yeah, and he had to suck her yeah. blood so he can get the strength to beat him. And then later at the end yeah. of the movie, when she was still up there, she turned into a vampire. So yeah. yeah, but I think they they did set that up for Blade for somebody. Morbius is the one in the but comments that's just that Blade, but but I think they're gonna transition this over to the MCU eventually because uh, if you're dude, gonna have to transition, bro. If you're gonna have Blade in the MCU, you gotta have some type of Morbius connect. I, I think they're gonna do it. I think they're gonna tie him in with Agatha Harkness or something because. Honestly, after what I seen, bro, I don't want I don't want Blade to be infected with that trash that I <laughs> that I seen, bro. Keep that Morbius. Keep him with uh, what's my man named uh, the Keep him with, and that oh, shit even makes sense. Like, so I guess he came through the the opening and the the multiverse, and he ended up getting there. He but that's ran, what I'm saying, how did bro, he drop I in think... the cell? How did he drop in the cell? Like, you come to another universe and you're back in the jail cell. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think they're gonna plug all this shit into the MCU, bro. I went. I don't know if I would want it, but I'm telling you, I think that's what they're gonna do. Damn, bro, that shit was just so sloppy, and the story was just so whack, bro. Like, I don't know how the fuck I got through this movie, bro. I truly don't, because the, the plot was just trash. I'll give it a five, just off the strength. But other than that, <laughs> that shit was trash. But all right, bro, you get over with the social media. 
You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at QANDE Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube at QANDE Podcast. And our Gmail is QANDE Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, and subscribe to all of our podcast platforms on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And subscribe to our Q&E Media page. That is QANDEmedia.com. Our Instagram is QANDEmedia. And our Twitter is QE Media. And we appreciate you guys for listening and watching. And we out. Peace.